to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire, and we getting sing-songy with it today. Uh, uh, yeah. What's up, people? Welcome in. Thank you for coming back. Oh, goodness. What episode is it? Let's, let's open up the old browser and check it out. Episode number 76. Shout out to PK Subban. Yes, welcome back. My name's Ty DeClaire. I don't know if I said it earlier. This is the Declaration Podcast, and today we have one heck of a show for you. But first, I'd like to thank Patreon over in the squad. We have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan and Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe and Boyan Ansonoff at Boyan V. Ansonoff, thank you so much. Thank you so, so, so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Pick up a piece of litter today. Give the world a hug. I'd also like to thank Mason Tim at the Bearded Bear 95. The one and only Bearded Bear 95. Don't get it twisted. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. Bunch of fun things over there. Mostly just a couple tears. <laughs> this week, what a week wasn't really that exciting just it was another week but the chiefs are in the super bowl and i can't i still can't believe it as i record it is saturday at 145 i already have pre-game jitters i think the chiefs are gonna win i'm gonna give myself like one minute to talk about the chiefs here okay the chiefs are gonna win and here's why i i, I don't really think jimmy garoppolo is that good i think he's okay i think he's an average start starting quarterback in the nfl which is, which is something, don't get me wrong. Not all people are going to be starting quarterbacks. But to think he's anywhere near Mahomes is is a joke. I think San Francisco's defense is really good. I would love to play for uh, Coach Sala over there in San Francisco. But I, I, don't, uh, I don't see how you stop the Chiefs offense. I really don't. And I think the San Francisco offense has, has some, you know, they have George Kittle. And they have a great run game. But I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think they can keep up the Kansas City Chiefs' offense. And I think the Chiefs' defense has improved and is sneaky good. Sneaky good. The gap between the San Francisco defense and the Kansas City Chiefs' defense isn't as big as you think it is. And I think we're going to see some surprised faces on the San Francisco sideline as Andy Reid hoists his first Super Bowl trophy. And I'm going to cry if that doesn't happen. (laughs) For the mental health check this week, uh, I've, man, push-ups, push-ups, push-ups. I talk about it on the show with Devin today. It's doing something every day just to get your day started, to get your day moving, to do something tough, honestly, to push yourself. There's so many benefits to it, but mostly it just gets my day started and it gets me into work mode. We talk on the show about having time where you're working and then times where you're not working and having that clear distinction and just how yeah, I can bring some benefit to your life. But man, when I do my push-ups, that's I'm getting locked in. I am getting ready to go. It is a form of meditation. It's a form of getting endorphins in my day. It's getting moving. It's sweating. It's it's a lot for me right now. And doing like I, I talk on the show, ten thousand push-ups is a lot of push-ups by the end of this thing. And there's going to be some sort of lesson I take from this every day that I do it. And I'm just going to be open and listening and aware. And I'm here for it. Secondly, 
the hashtag declare it challenge is officially done. It is February 1st today. Going to be February. I don't know. I might post this on Sunday if the Chiefs win. I don't ah. We'll say Tuesday. <laughs> but the declare it challenge is done. It is over. Finito. And if you went, if you played along and broke a sweat, some days in January, every day in January, if you broke a sweat in January, just take a second, pat yourself on the back, because that's not easy. And second, just think about how you felt when you were sweating. Was it a struggle? Sure. How did you feel after overcoming that struggle, after pushing through, after persevering? Did you feel even a teensy bit better? Because that's the goal. Mental health is not some take a quick fix pill and it's all good. You know, good mental health is a practice. It's a journey. Sometimes it's a grind. And the more we do it, the more we learn, the more we overcome, the stronger we become. And I just, I, I, I took this month and honestly doing the push-ups made it really easy because I had a goal that I had to do every day and it just so happened to make me sweat. Um, so I didn't have to think too hard about it, but I was seeking exercise and I was seeking these good feeling hormones. And it's like, if I'm bored, I'm looking more towards hmm, what can I do for a workout than hmm, what's on Netflix. It's just a very simple change and it's a very simple mindset, which even though January is over, I'm definitely going to try and break a sweat many, many days this year. And I'm going to see just how far I can take this energy. As a, uh, as a quick little note here, um, I also say on the show, is finding a win in your day is really important. Because like we, we, I think a lot of us wake up, alarm clock goes off, and it's not, yay, another day. It's, uh, not again. And I don't like that uh, feeling. And I find one of the quick ways to get rid of that is to find a win, to do something, to shake off that resistance and just to do one thing, take a step in the right direction. Maybe that's going for a walk. Maybe that's making your bed. Maybe that's doing some push-ups. Maybe it's doing yoga. Maybe it's breathing. Maybe it's meditating. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's cleaning. It could be many things like drinking water, making breakfast, putting on clothes. Find a win within the first 10 minutes of waking up. Just find a win and get your day started. Break that latency period between waking up and then, okay, it's time to human. Let's just pare that time down and see how much more control we have over our mornings. And let's carry that into the rest of our day. Find your win this week. What is that? Identify it. Make a goal to do this one thing every day to get your day started. Finally, I want to give a big shout out to my man, Woody Earls. Sent me a nice little message saying he's listening. I appreciate you, Woody. I miss you, Woody. Me and Woody played together at the old Earlham College, the EC. The Quakers. Q-U-A-K-E-R-S. Quake. What? Quake. What? <laughs> uh, me and Woody had some good times. Uh, I'll have to get Woody on the show sometime here. Um, yeah, just thanks for the message, Woody. I really do appreciate that. That's, uh, it really brightened my day. Um, so yeah, this week on the show, we have the Devin Nickel, my man. Uh, Devin is an amazing person. He is a teacher. He educates the young. 
Uh, he, we, we had a great conversation today. We talk about space. We talk about stress. We talk about stretching. We talk about mental and physical practice. We talk about recovery. We talk about structure. We talk about hydration. We talk about so much in the show, and I just, I just love the, the energy, the, the quiet confidence that Devin brings to, to life. And I love how it in my corner. And I know you're going to love this episode, so let's get to it. Subscribe to the show. Uh, yeah, share it with a friend. Do the thing. Help me, please. <laughs> I love you all for listening. Thank you so much. I'll see you again next week. Find your win this week. Go out and get it. This is your week. All right. Without any further ado, please welcome Devin Yo, 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 Devin. Yo, what's, up? what's going what's up? on, man? How's it's it going? Been, yeah, it's been too long. It's, uh, I miss Ottawa, <laughs> which is weird to say in February, but I, yeah, miss, I, I miss Ottawa. Yeah, I miss winter. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of been a weird winter because it's, it was really, really warm for a bit. And now it's back to like, it was really cold and now it's petering back to warm. But like, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like winter sometimes because it's, it gets like close to melting. Wow. So ODRs are just kind of opening up, and the canal just opened today. Oh, and really? Winter loot's just starting, so it's good. That it's open, but it's not. I don't think it'll be open long. No, yeah, that's crazy. It is. I never thought. I never thought about that because yeah, the canal. It yeah. It, the huh. sole purpose in the winter is for it to be skatable, and it's yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's tragic for ODR season. I know. I haven't. I haven't had the time to get out there and tear it up yet, but. I think next week I'll be able to. So that'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. It's a good time. Nice. Nice. Actually, yeah. Halifax winters are, are pretty bearable, actually. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. Everything melts over See, like. Yeah. I always, I always took the, like the maritime winters as like super like there's a lot of snow. It's freezing. You're trapped in your house. Mm-hmm. Based yeah. On, like like there is definitely a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, there's definitely a bit of that. But it yeah. also like. It just it can change where it's like that one day and then it's warm the next. Really, eh? that is yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we had like two weeks. Yeah, crazy. oh, I mean, the, yeah, the videos are something else. Like we had like a bit that big snowstorm that hit Nova or not Nova Scotia, um, Newfoundland. Uh, PI, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, PEI or whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways, it came over here too. Yeah, one, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like we got the tail end of it, so like we got a lot of snow. But like today, it's mostly melted at this point. Yeah. And the reason it stuck around is because it was all shoveled into one spot. But like it's been warm <laughs> enough that it just melts. Yeah. It's kind of weird because, you know, when you're a kid, you picture winter is like this, like super. I don't know. It feels it feels really short lately. I don't know if that's just me being more no, aware I, of time. I, I hear like, you there. No, you it know? definitely like, does. Yeah. As a kid, like winter is like three years long. But when you're an adult, you're like, ah, it's just like another month of this and it's done. I don't know if it's like the work thing that just makes the time start to fly by. I think so. Because you kind of like, for me, when you're teaching in December, you are so busy. And then it's Christmas break for two weeks. And then it's right back to it. And then it's winter's done. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, do you find the summers feel longer? Um, 
Yeah, I think so. Because, like, when I usually do a summer thing, I'm usually teaching every day uh, from end of June to September 1st, usually. Okay. And I don't know, it, it goes really fast, but at the same time, it like it, like that last week of August just drags because you're exhausted. It's been a long year, and like yeah. there's usually not a lot of kids around because they're on vacations, which, you know, that's a choice. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's just like the, the head down thing where like it. I don't really, I'm not really focused on the weather. Like I think back to being a kid and like everything just yeah. seems like so much longer, you know, like maybe that's just like enjoying the moment and not, you know, aware of like all the things around it. That's, like, I don't yeah. Know. See, that's interesting. You say that about the head down thing is because I, it's funny because I used to always walk looking at the ground yeah, and I didn't notice it. I think I was in like high school and I was like, why do I always look down? Cause I had my super long hair, right? In high school. So I wasn't able to see if I was like standing straight up. So I'd have to kind of like look down to, and then I was like, do I have a neck problem? Like, is it, but I'm like, I'm making a very like concerted effort to like look up when I'm walking now. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I just need to like notice things more. <laughs> I mean, it's actually like, this is a pretty big thought, but like when you look up and you can just like think, man, I'm looking into outer space right now. Oh, uh, no, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even talk about outer space. It freaks me out too much. <laughs> No, no, it's like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, I can't Hey, it's funny because you say that because if I like stare at the sky, that freaks me out. Like it gives me like instant anxiety. I don't know if it's related to my fear of flying or like anything like that. Like, no, I was reading a kid's book and it was discussing space and I had to stop. Like, I was like, nope, I can't do this. It's like instant anxiety. It's that instant anxiety feeling. So, it's, so it's only it's only recently like it's only like in the past like two years right i don't know if it's like awareness of your mortality or like things like that but it's I, lately i'm just like no i can't i used to love reading about space i would like watch documentaries i'd read books about it and this semester i had the option of taking a course on space for an elective and i was like absolutely not i'll take the physics course instead huh. <laughs> Yeah, you just Neil deGrasse Tyson pops your TV. <gasps> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Anytime I see him, I'm like, nope, that's a no for me. <laughs> and I got like halfway through Planets. Is that what it's called, Planets? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I got halfway through, and I was like, uh, okay, that's. It's when they start zooming out on stuff. Um, that's it for me. Uh, that's fair. Did, did that like did something happen two years ago that like made that? Change? No, like, I what? don't know what I don't know what it is. It's like, like I went on my first plane. Uh, two summers ago and that's like I don't think it's necessarily fear of heights mm. like heights are definitely like not my favorite thing but I've been on the CN Tower that was fine once I got up there but I think it's the the lack of control so in an airplane I'm not driving the airplane but if I was driving the airplane I'd feel safer you know what I mean I mean I feel the same way when I drive too like if oh, I don't really? have my hand in the steering wheel yeah. And like I like I'm like I'm looking ahead. I'm like that person stopped. I'm like thinking like all the things yeah. that I'm not in control of anymore. And it, it just yeah like I do have that like kind of like butt clench feeling. Yeah yeah yeah. Me it, me it's in my uh, it's in my jaw. I mm. I've noticed how much I clench my jaw and my forehead. I tend to like make it wrinkly. I don't know what, like what that word would be, but like I'm not I'm not frowning, but I'm doing the opposite. 
Yeah, you have like the the eyebrows up, like, almost like surprised look. <laughs> yeah, and I I've noticed it where I'm like, man, my jaw is really clenched because I remember seeing this like thing on the internet somewhere. It was like a meme, and it was like unclench your jaw, relax your forehead, and like your shoulders. And I was like, whoa, I'm doing all those things right now. And I didn't even notice. Yeah, you know, and it's just it's this little uh, thing you don't really realize you're doing it, and then when you stop doing it so much, you're like, oh, that was creating this jaw pain. <laughs> You know? Not to get too like meta show, but oh, that's you fine. Have, I, yeah, like the last podcast I did is on like progressive muscle relaxation. Okay, so it's like it's like a meditation where you go from like one end of your body to the other and like just flex and then yeah parts of your body and you start to like you're saying become more aware of like when you're clenched up when like where you hold your stress that kind of idea. Yeah, so uh, whenever I do like stretching or anything. I started to incorporate that into it because it's, it's again, it's that muscle awareness in your body, right? And you feel like you have more control over those aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually something I try and do during the day in a weird way. Like I'll, uh, not as like a grounding exercise or anything, but also just like if I'm really sore after the gym or hockey, I kind of like, you can tense your muscles in certain areas to like, I don't know, I find it makes it feel better. Doesn't make yeah. it have that like that sore like super lactic acid feeling. For me, at least, you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, like, what do you do typically? So if I'm uh, if I go to the gym, I like to do a lot of leg stretches because my hamstrings are always like super tight. Like, if if I can, I I have to stretch them like every night, or they're just gonna be like stuck to me, kind of thing. Like, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I relate. Yeah. yeah, and like my hips, uh, I had a. Like, not a hip injury, but a couple years ago, I like dislocate, not dislocated my hip, but I think I was playing drums a weird way and sitting weird at hockey where my hips had shifted. Mm. So I got that kind of like cracked back into place. And ever since then, I have to like stretch them a lot. Uh, so I usually do that. I usually start lower body and then I do a lot of IT band stretches like your sides and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and then my arms, I, I usually get, ever since I started playing drums, well, I mean, it's been so, it's, I've played drums longer than I haven't, so I get a lot of hand cramping, like, right below my thumb, if I don't, if I don't stretch my hand. Yeah, that's crazy you know to I mean? think about, that, like, you, you've done something long, like, more than half of when you've been alive. Yeah, and it, it almost, it almost, like, it's second nature to me now. Yeah. You know, like, I don't even have to think about it i can just like if i was to listen to a song and like not see any visuals i could play the drum part without even practicing it at this point huh. wow it, like it might be it might be a bit rusty or you know not perfect but for the most part i'm like i could pretty much play i think almost anything at this point if i had enough time to practice but it's interesting because you look at like mental practice versus physical practice, right? Yeah. There's a benefit to both, but you know, it's, it's, I've been playing so long now that I don't need to necessarily sit in front of a drum kit to figure it out, you know? Well, it's like the same thing with sports too is yeah. you can't always do reps, 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 reps. You got to do mental reps at some point or, you know, like do like yeah. the mental side of it. And you get the same benefit if you already have the fundamentals down. Yeah. And the thing is too, I find um, 
that's very that's a really good analogy because when it comes to sports you have that just execution right you want to be in a situation where you can just execute without thinking um so there's no mistakes right when you're playing at a super high level but for me if i'm listening to a song and i'm like oh what is this drummer doing and i'll listen to it again and then i'm like okay cool if i was to go play drums you almost have to visualize yourself playing it yeah. like you you kind of when i watch a drummer i watch what their head is doing a lot of the time like you, you can watch what their hands are doing but like if you watch what their face and their head is kind of moving along to you can really get the rhythm of the song interesting yeah it's kind of like you want to put yourself in their head headspace almost yeah in a weird oh. way in a weird like meta like super out there <laughs> well it's like yeah there's a lot of like visualization things too that definitely yeah. help like when it comes to preparing for things or like i think of like f1 right. drivers right like they they put headphones on they shut everything out and they just visualize themselves in the car going yeah. through the turn and the more i guess precise they can get with their visualizations the more benefit right. they get from it so the same thing for you right is like if you imagine yeah. yourself actually behind a drum set you're going to get the yeah. most benefit out of that yeah and that's it's funny you say f1 driving because i think it's like the craziest, craziest. I don't, I don't know if you call it a sport, entertainment. Oh, or... oh, it's a damn sport. They yeah, have I like think so. Twelve yeah. pounds of water a race. It's crazy. Really? Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Just, like pure sweat. <laughs> yeah. Really? I mean, imagine being hard? behind. Oh, <laughs> like the the race cars themselves are so hot. You're you're oh, going around. Okay. Like yeah. you got like G forces forcing your body everywhere. Yeah. Not to mention, you have to be on point on that's the scary part <laughs> yeah for 60 yeah. or something laps like it is that's a good point insane yeah that they can do that with such yeah. precision that's the thing too like you're going at such a high speed like if you mess up you're you're toast right yeah exactly like what's, what's that racing where they're going down the mountain and there's people watching on the side there's either bobsled lugeen or it's, skeleton it's no it's like when there's like those like cars and they go around those tight corners it's usually in a country people oh. are watching you know what i mean oh like oh like um cr not cross country um it's it's kind of like yeah, that. Like, yeah. Like a bunch of subarus doing the thing right? yeah usually yeah 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 <laughs> i remember watching like a, a youtube compilation of that once and it was like worst cross-country racing accidents and i was like this seems awful like just awful because everyone's standing right there right yeah and it's like exactly. cars narrowly missing people and i'm like no i can't watch that <laughs> cleanse the palette with something silly <laughs> like russian dash cam videos oh those yeah or no it was um this one that popped up it was like near near death experiences i was like no i i don't want to watch this actually <laughs> <laughs> and it was like after a fail watch. compilation or something i was like no yeah. this isn't this is stressful <laughs> I don't this like is this not at all. Reacting in the slightest. <laughs> no, I don't want to be tense. <laughs> oh. Man, so just to go back to what we were talking about before, yeah. like stretching and stuff. Yeah. Did you ever use a lacrosse ball or a foam roller or anything like okay. that? Okay. So when we're talking about stretching legs, I think um, the one that changed, I use a foam roller. Uh, mine's getting kind of old, so I kind of have to get a new one. It's, mm. it's not as like stiff as I like it. Um, I use it on my legs and my back. And it does it feels really good especially like the next day but i think oh, the i have this one little like plastic ball that i bought it's like a foot massager ball okay and that has completely changed the game 
I'll just like eat my breakfast and like roll it under my feet. But I find that really helps with my hamstrings and like my legs being sore. Nice. So just like rolling that under my feet, I find, uh, especially the day after hockey, because like my feet are sore, like my legs are sore, like I'm really tired. And I find that really, really helps. I don't know, because everything is connected, right? You know, oh, your yeah. hamstrings are connected to your feet and all this, but like, I think that kind of helps. Yeah. So to me, that's well, an I mean, essential one. That's Yes. Like shout out to Brooke Martin, the uh, <laughs> therapist who's going to get on the show eventually. I know oh, really? That. Um, awesome. Yeah, she's huge into feet. And yeah, okay. when I first went to see her, I had like the plantar fasciitis. She's like, well, okay, you know, lacrosse ball and, you know, move it under your feet. So like I was doing yeah. what you did, where like, you know, sitting at the desk, like, yeah, <laughs> feet or something. she's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Stand up and then like actually just like get that ball in there. And, yeah, like, that's what I've been doing too. It's yeah. it's funny because like you do that, you're like, oh, this is fine, and then you stand out, you're like, oh, this is where it's yeah, supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my foot is supposed to be shaped. But yeah, it's crazy how everything is connected. Yeah, and like that's why like if if you're just starting in the gym or doing something like you're not a professional professional, yeah, like like don't just do isolation thing. Don't do like sports specific things. Like do as yeah. much as you can. Get as much, yeah, like get as many experiences, get as many different movements in as possible. Yeah. See, I, I actually, yeah, I recently switched gyms. I was at Good Life Forever, and it was good. I liked it, but again, I live downtown, so there's thousands of people in there a day. It's always busy. I'm waiting like ten minutes just for a dumbbell. So Did I switched you go to the one in, in the mall, or the one. Like, uh, I went to the one in the mall once, and it was really cool because it had these really cool like fluorescent lights all the time, which were like, <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. I'm in like a music video, but. Uh, the one I went to was on Queen Street, and it was always just so busy. I couldn't do anything. So it was limited to, like, rowing machine, treadmill, bike, you know, like, you're just things that are open. But I've switched to a new gym, and maybe, like, four people are there at a time, including myself. Oh. And it has everything you need. It's definitely smaller, but it has everything you need. But they had a bunch of, like, agility stuff. I was like, oh, I can actually do this now things that'd be relevant to me playing hockey. Like I can do ladders. I can do, uh, you know, just a variety of things like box jumps, you know, yeah, work on explosiveness. Absolutely. And it's interesting because I do those and I prefer them much more than like lifting weights, you know, percent. Oh, because it, it makes me feel like I'm playing a game. I'm like a dog. If you throw the ball, I'm going to go chase it, you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, tell me to go run for 5k. I'm going to hate it. Tell me to yeah. play football and I'm going to love it. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll have this limitless energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ho- I'm sure hockey's the same way for you. Yeah. As, it's funny because I didn't play for three months and I was so busy with school and all this. And I was like, well, I'm going to take a break for a bit. And I played two weeks ago. And the first five minutes, I was like, okay, you can't skate really fast because one, you're kind of out of shape. <laughs> two, you haven't played in three months and your skates are really dull. So just take it easy. But I couldn't because I'm just like a do- like a puppy, just like freaking out to play, and I instantly started cramping up, like within <laughs> thirty seconds. I was like, "Nope, that was too fast, too fur- too furious." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I had a I had a very good game, like a goal and four points, but you know, like kids back. Yeah, <laughs> take, take some take some time. You know, first ten minutes were pretty rough, but after that, yeah. All lines were clicking. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that we're kind of like scratching the surface on. Yeah. 
is the fact that like yeah getting to the gym working out doing these things it's all good stuff and it's you know it makes yeah you know makes you just feel amazing right but the recovery side of it like being able to come back into the gym um yes or or going back to the sports at close to 100 percent yeah more days than not that's what keeps you in the gym that's what makes like the progress happen it's not so much how much you can lift it's how often can you get back to the gym yeah um it's a saying you're only as good as you are the next day yeah to me that's always how i look at it and it's that's my biggest deterrent from going to the gym usually is like how sore am i going to be tomorrow like Mm. you know like am i going to be tired like a long day like and to me that's like my biggest struggle it's not during the workout when i'm working out i'm fine i love it but recovery the next day is the hard part yeah for me yeah because i'm usually exhausted oh 100 you know and like that's where like having like a solid diet having like the stretching having the yeah yeah and like not even just physical like mental as well you know like getting enough sleep getting some sunshine maybe a journal like yeah there's things you can do in your life to make you know, the next day easier, more bearable, come back stronger. Um, it's just about finding what works for you, really. Yeah. And I think for me, my biggest thing, I could, I don't know if it's just like my body or if I, if I was playing a game of hockey at nine o'clock at night, I get home, I am so hungry because I've just, you know, I've lost all this water. I need carbs. I need bread. I don't know. I need a protein shake. So I usually come home, I'll have a quick snack. I'll have my, uh, it's literally just like almond milk and protein. Like I don't make a smoothie or whatever. And I'll have like a shower and then I'll go to sleep and it's like one o'clock. So then I get up at six, have my whole day because it's usually on my busy day the next day. And I'll get home and I'm like, I could literally eat anything. Like I'll just eat whatever's in front of me. Yeah. But if I don't get a good night's sleep the next day, my next two days are off. For me, like sleep is so important and I've always, it always feels like I never have enough because I'm a very light sleeper and like I move around a lot. Mm. Um, but if I don't get enough sleep to me, that's my biggest, like I will not be able to do much the next day. I talk way too much on the show about sleep as it is. <laughs> so I'm not going to dump like yeah. too deep into it, but man, like, yeah. All I can say is that a good, like, getting a good sleep in, like, a good high-quality sleep oh, reduces yeah. all-cause mortality by, like, 40%. It is. Like, it is insane how essential sleep is. And, like, it's the first place you should start if you're trying to, like, get your life right. 100%. I think um, going to bed at a consistent time, like, lately I've been falling asleep, like, 1130, which to me is, like, oh, it's kind of late. Like, I want to be asleep by like 10 30 um but i've i don't work as early anymore so i can actually sleep until seven where before i was getting up at five Mm. so having that two extra hours has made like a huge difference for me during the day like it sounds weird but it's literally like a game changer you know like you just have so much more energy i just find that like things are just more enjoyable yeah you know like you're like in a better mood all the time yeah yeah like you just come back a better person when you have a good sleep yeah it was funny because i did a a sleep study i think two summers ago now 
because I was having like a really hard time sleeping. I would wake up middle of the night, be up. I'd get up at like two, and be up the rest of the day. Hmm. Um. So I went to get the sleep study, and they were telling me that basically I'm like running in my sleep. Like my legs move so much that like, it's like I'm running. Wow. Yeah. So they. <laughs> They watched me, and I remember like having these like crazy dreams in this sleep study lab. And uh, the guy was like, "Yeah, you are one of the most active pers- people I've ever seen in their sleep." I was like, "Oh, perfect. What can I do to fix this?" He's like, "Um, exercise more." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "And it's funny because if I exercise, I, I'm a very like fast walker. Like I am like sprinting everywhere. But if I, I if I do a leg day at the gym, I am like crawling." everywhere and then i don't i have a really good sleep the next day <laughs> yes you know it's just like getting that energy out of your body is good <laughs> who would have thought but <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So like we're talking about like sleep talking about working out talking about yeah you know, like, almost like planning yeah how how important is structure in your life see to me i'm I'm in like four different places at once. Usually like I'm at work, I'm at school, I'm at home doing homework, I'm doing this. And I, I actually don't keep an agenda. I probably should, <laughs> but in a weird way. Okay. So what I do, I always have my, uh, assignment due dates in one word file on my computer. And I'm like, okay, these are super important. I have like, mental notes of when things are during the month but i'm not a person to keep an agenda where like today is this today is this today is this because i find i'm if we're talking about like where i am right now then i am well i might have to do homework tonight i might have to move it to tomorrow and it's very like if i was to keep scratching things out and having to replace them that would make me feel more or unorganized it's like it's like fluid like yeah, schedule, like able to change, flexible. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like being in school and working at the same time, I'm usually doing homework on like Sundays, and Saturday is like my day to like you know do what I want to do. But I have to get things done before then usually. So it's kind of like it could change, right? Depending on what I want to do later in the week. Yeah, and I and guess I think, that's the thing too is like knowing what's coming up. Like knowing, what's yeah, happening, at least, yeah, and I like, I like to be structured with my schoolwork. I think it has to be like, that's my thing. I have to have structure in, for sure. But I think for other thing else, I like to it to be more, uh, fluid. Um, yeah. because I think if I like, I am a person that needs structure, but I get it in different ways versus just like writing things down, writing things down, and having it in like a planner. Yeah, I hear you. Because for me, that's almost like the opposite. I almost have like too much control over it in a way. When we're talking about like, you know, looking into space and having control. <laughs> yeah, you try to like over control it. Yeah, like, it's weird. It's there's a very uh, fine line for me, I find. That's fair. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that. I, yeah. I think it's, it's also like separating work and life is also, you know, like if you're at quote unquote work, like, yeah, that's where, yeah you almost need to be scheduled to be your best for sure yeah when it comes to like just living um yeah like you're like having like a a loose 
schedule, not to put yeah. too much stress on it, not something that can't change due to life. Right. But, you know, having at least, at least you said like mental stuff. Like yeah. I've, I've always wanted to have a, a planner or a scheduler, but yeah. I've never really been the guy, you know, like I bought one and then I just stare at it for like a week and then I don't use it ever again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. not even going to bother trying, you know, I, yeah. I think I know myself at this point to be like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the thing Sometimes is too, I've always, uh, I kind of adopted this mentality when I started college between nine and five, you're working, whether it's, yeah. Uh, schoolwork or work like that is your time to to grind basically and then anything after that do whatever you want yeah. as long, like if i have homework that's obviously different but it's kind of like even like on weekends like i want to try and apply that to my weekends now where i'm like okay i have nine to five on saturday i want to write music for an hour i want to do this for an hour i want to go to the gym i'm gonna make pizza later like for the first time but like it's finding those little scheduled things that you want to do so it doesn't feel like a chore, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're going to be working, work. If you're yeah, going to exactly. be not yeah. working, don't work. Like, have that, have that mental, I guess, separation. Yeah, and you know what? I think, honestly, the biggest thing is my work. They, we don't, we're not allowed cell phones at all. Mm -hmm. So, like, you get to work, you put in your locker, and honestly, I love it. Like, it's... Mm -hmm you're fully engaged, you're paying attention. And like, I actually follow my work schedule, what I have to do at certain times of the day, because I'm not thinking about like what's happening in hockey or like, you know, what yeah. Twitter's saying yeah. about something and eliminate those distractions. Yeah. I actually had a, a assignment recently where we had to track our internet usage for a week, like on our phones to see like a trend and i was like wow i i spent zero time on facebook but i think like it was like 18 hours a week on facebook messenger mm -hmm. and we had to like analyze it and i was like basically i don't know what this means <laughs> i think it means i don't like facebook but i use it to talk to people yeah. <coughs> a necessary but, evil yeah pretty much at this point i think once i was going to be out of school and like you know out of that then i'll have to get rid of it because i don't use it right like it's and i feel like a lot of people are in that kind of headspace where like we have it for messenger but we don't actually check like i tried to delete facebook like i think a year ago you can try but it won't. Yeah. yeah it was like all right you if you're gonna quit you're also gonna lose access to all of these sites you're gonna lose all of these passwords you're gonna have to re-log in and all yeah. of like oh my they, goodness they this monopolized is... yeah yeah it's crazy they, like they sunk their little tentacles in yeah. like oh and the thing is too like it's the only thing i have like my extended family on so if i actually wanted like i could get their phone number and stuff but if i wanted to see what they're up to like it is easy but it's a necessary evil like you're saying right yeah yeah absolutely like to be one of those people that has zero social media like that's one day <laughs> like that's a real commitment yeah um, and actually like some of my friends are doing like well bear, at various times of the year people go on like those social media hiatuses yeah and i've done it too and i think it's it's so necessary it is to nice disconnect yeah. and to you know actually just focus on what's in front of you yeah i think like we can be in our heads so much right that if we can just you know take that time take a breath and be like okay i'm here i'm present that, yeah. that has so many benefits 
Well, that's the thing. I remember like last year I was reading, I was studying for an exam and I was like stressing out about it because it was for stats, not my thing. Uh, ended up passing it, which was great. Uh, but I like stress deleted all my social media. Mm. And I was like, why did I do that? Like, why was, why was that stopping me from studying? Yeah. You know? And I was like, hmm, interesting. So I went a couple days without it. And I was totally fine, but I was just kind of like, it's more, I use it more to like keep up with news, I think, hmm. from what I looked at from that activity assignment. Cause I use things like Twitter and I'm always checking the explore page, like what's happening. Uh, Reddit to see what other news is out there and like meme pages, you know, like it's not like, yeah. like looking at social media is. You, you just, yeah. like, scroll right through it, right? You're not really engaging with anything. Yeah, like, I'm not here to look at the apple-picking photos. I'm here to look at actual, <laughs> like, news and memes. Yeah, yeah, news and memes. That's all it is. Yeah. It's <laughs> an excellent slogan, news and memes. <laughs> news and memes, 2020. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to, like, jump back really quick to yeah. what we were talking about, like, you know, like, having a loose structure on your right. day. Like, not trying yeah. to... Hold it like I think of like the analogy of like having sand in your hand. Oh, like the harder you try to squeeze it, the more sand it's gonna fall out. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. I've never heard that actually. Yeah, it's like you know, keeping like don't stress yourself out, but like have like have a solid grasp, but not too tight. Is like I think I heard this through the Model Health Show by Sean Stevenson. Okay, it's basically like a way of imagining your day where you're trying to control your morning cope with your afternoon and concentrate on what's important in the evening. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So That's like really morning, good. Okay. Like, cause we can't control a lot of things in life. And when we yeah, try yeah. to over control things, that's where we get stressed out. Yeah. So like in the morning, do the things that you can control, you know, right. work out, make a big meal, like have your lunch. Oh yeah. yeah for sure. Like, have these things prepared, like read, meditate, do the things right. that you want to do before all the distractions hit. Yeah. And then in the afternoon or like, you know, when you go to work, whatever that is, you have, you can't, you don't have a lot of control over what comes in typically. So just cope with it, roll with the punches and yeah. like that, that mindset that you're in. Then in your evenings or, you know, after work, however you're scheduling your day yeah. is that's when like the important things, friends, family, yeah. um, you know, recovery, that kind of stuff. That's right. Like, yeah, like it's just, it's a very loose structure, but I think it's important to have some sort of structure. For sure, because, and that's yeah. Like and if you don't have structure, like then you're exactly right. Yeah, like the, the the eat, sleep, work, repeat cycle is destructive. Oh, and I've done it, and it's not like it's not healthy. Like you, it's not healthy. It's not fulfilling. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not no. what you signed up for. Right? Yeah, like having some sort of structure where you have some sort of, I guess, just regularity some sort of sure. something right like you have you have the zhuzh of life yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a little bit of structure right yeah i guess i just think of like all the push-ups that i've been doing yeah yeah good <laughs> for you like, man that's awesome like it's it. something that i do every single day yeah. and it's just like i'm gonna do a, a like a pre-show or a full show about this i was just like find a win in your day like for just sure one thing every day and it just sets you off. It's like a, a keystone habit. It might be making your bed. It might be doing the dishes. It might be working out. Yeah, for sure. There's got to be one thing you're doing every day. You exactly. I mean? Yeah. And like with these push-ups, by the end of it, I'm going to have done 10,000 push-ups. 
That's crazy. And I think of like, you know, the whole like, you know, to master something, you need ten. Oh, okay. Hours. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing. So I'm thinking like, okay, by the end of this, I'll be like a push-up master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think there's gonna be like a lesson that I can take from that. Okay. And I like right now, it's just the importance of having something you do every day to get the thing started. Right. Because when you wake up in the morning, typically you don't want to do anything. No, I, <laughs> I, I take ten minutes to be like, okay. I have to get out of bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So like having that thing that just starts your day. Yeah. Gets you moving. Maybe it's going out for a walk. Maybe it's yeah. just drinking a big old glass of water. I don't know what it is for you. You know what? The water in the morning is a huge one. Because I used oh, yeah. to I used to wake up, have my coffee, have my breakfast, go to work. But now like I've kind of been like, I need to drink more water before I go to work. Because I'm just like not awake. And like this, like dry skeleton being, you know, like it's uh yeah. And I just like I drink a ton of water at work. Like I carry my water bottle everywhere. I probably have like ten of them a day, almost too much. Like, yeah. but if I don't have it in the morning, it's I don't know. You really notice it. And I oh. and I sleep with my mouth open, so I am like desert mouth in the morning, and it's brutal. Yeah, I just think of like how many processes in your body take oxygen. Yeah, like, that's a big one. <laughs> like, just drink your water, and yeah. it's gonna wake you up. It's gonna like so many processes need water. Like, yeah, or water essentially. Like, just <laughs> drink your dang water. I can't remember. I was watching something the other day, and it was like someone. I think they were like scouting a hockey player or something, and they're like, "Oh, oh, it was Connor McDavid. He was rehabbing his knee, and they said the biggest thing he had to do was drink a lot of water." Hmm. So he had that, that MCL and PCL sprain, right? And a broken yeah. kneecap. So he didn't get surgery because it was going to be a 10-month recovery. So he decided to rehab it. Hmm. And they said he would do all the stretches, he would do the workouts, and he would stay hydrated. And I thought it was interesting because I was like, oh, the fact that they said that was such a big aspect, to me, it was like, I guess hydrating is really important. <laughs> like people say it all the time, like, oh, drink more water. But like, but they think it's drink like literally that's it yeah just drink more water <laughs> like think of how many things you go to the hospital for and the treatment is they give you iv first thing first thing they do is give you iv yeah right. that's it and i yeah like water man i yeah i didn't think we'd be here but i'm, I'm glad we're, <laughs> we're talking about like, water yeah <laughs> oh my goodness. yeah like hydration yeah hydration yeah like you're not yourself if you if you don't have like the enough hydration yeah like, things won't work right no. like think about like how many times a signal for hunger is actually a signal for thirst but like we don't actually realize it oh like nine times out of ten i'm always yeah. like oh i'm so hungry i have someone I'm like uh not really <laughs> i'll <Yeah>. be fine <laughs> yeah or like i'm thirsty i think like maybe i want a coffee maybe this is like no i just want water yeah. just hydrate yourself and for me like if i'm working out at the gym i have like five i think it's like 13 ounce water bottles before i'm done mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just like I it just like feels good. Yeah. You know? Oh man. Is there nothing better than that first water in the morning? There's though? there's literally like it's that and then it's uh the football massage. <laughs> yeah. It's that, yeah. that put together, you're like, yep, this is it. This is life. Yeah. <laughs> this living is life. <laughs> uh well man, I, I do really appreciate you coming on. Like I no, said, for like, sure. A, a really cool perspective on things. For and sure. Thanks for having me. 
So I ask everyone the same question. Yeah. You know, what's one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? Okay. Um, Not that we've already talked about like drink some water, (laughs) get some sleep. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say when we're talking about like the thing from nine to five, like you're like, I like what you said where, you know, like control what you can in the morning, deal with your afternoon and do what's important in the evening. I think that's a, that's a really interesting perspective and like something I think I've been unconsciously following without knowing it. <laughs> yeah. I think there's, that'll be my piece of advice. I mean, I think that there's something else there too, where it's like, so, like sometimes we got to trust our gut because yeah, you know what? That's a huge one. Cause it's always yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's scary. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like, I, I used to be like, no, there's no way. like, And then I was like, wait, I'm wrong 95% of the time. I should have listened to what this was telling me. Because it's always right, you know? It's yeah. it's part intuition and, like, you know, your ability to read situations. But if your body is telling you, hey, don't do this or this is bad, chances are it's bad and you shouldn't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think a hangover is supposed to mean? Oh, geez. You know what? I actually I have not had a hangover. In, I want to say two months, practically because I haven't drank a lot. But yeah, it's because you're drinking water. Yeah, I'm having all this water. But I did have a hangover. Um, I want to say like November, where I was like, I never want to feel this again. I was like, no, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just like the worst. I think it's the worst with age, obviously, because they're getting worse with age. But <laughs> it just takes you out your whole day. I, I can't have a whole day off. <laughs> no, I, I can't I either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just don't do anything and then I eat pizza at night and go to sleep. <laughs> Which is great, but also I'm like, ah. yeah. I feel it's that guilt feeling, right? You're just yeah. wrapped with guilt. Yeah. Also, a top five adult move is drinking water while drinking. Yeah, I've become that person too, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, like, there's obviously a lot of like things tied up with the gut, right? Is listening to yourself, listening to your body is like, yeah. there's obviously the times where our thoughts can also be confused with how our body feels and we can, you know, be yeah, subject sure. to different things. Right. But I think if you're able to slow down and actually listen to your body, maybe that's through meditation, maybe that's through yeah. exercise, like just actually listening to the real signals. There's a lot of wisdom there. Listen, and, like observe, analyze. Yeah, you know. Yeah, listen, observe, analyze. I like that. Yeah, and one of the things I this is like a it's a really weird moment for me. Just one last little note is when I had a band practice once, and we would go over riffs, right? And they're like, "Okay, listen to this riff and play after," but I would always start playing during. And the, mm-hmm. I remember, I remember the guitar playing stopping me. He's like, "No, you're not listening." I was like, "What do you mean I'm listening?" He's like, "No, listen to it first, and then do it after." And I was like, "Oh." And literally, that literally clicked in my brain, like to this day, I can still remember that. Hmm. And I was like, yeah. "That's a very, that's a very good point." I wasn't listening. Hmm. I was, I thought I was, but I wasn't actually listening. You're not listening like if you're talking, right? I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, of, like so little they, moments that last. <laughs> yeah, and like so many times, we're not really listening. We're thinking of what we want to say. Yeah, and I think yeah, like my like my job is a lot of listening. 
I, li- I listen all the time and I don't talk a lot usually to them. Like I'll kind of just let them do their thing. But if I'm talking, no one else is talking, right? Like I don't want to be interrupting. I'm not imposing anything on them, but I'm actually like, I don't, I don't interrupt them. Like I, I listen to what they're saying by not talking when they're talking and they'll trust you more. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Listen to people, people. Listen, <laughs> keep listening. <laughs> All right. So you're Mr. Not using social media as much anymore, but do you have yeah. a place online that people can find you? Yeah. Go for, um, hit me on the gram, I guess. Uh, it's just my name, Devin Nickel. And that's pretty much it really. I use Twitter, but that's just, just for memes and news, like we're saying. <laughs> it's it's too bad this is going to be going up on like, man, it not got up on Sunday just because of the Super Yeah, Bowl. for sure. Oh, yeah. But you, got I, big, you got a big day. You're, I got a big day. Are you excited? Yeah. Nervous? Like, I, it's those, I got pregame jitters. I've yeah. had pregame jitters since like Thursday. <laughs> for, for a week, yeah. Yeah, like. Isn't Mahomes thing, not playing either? What? Isn't Patrick Mahomes not playing or something? What? <laughs> Hold on, because no, I, I saw he was like hurt or something. No, Mahomes is playing. Um, Mahomes had a lot of injuries during the year, but okay. If he's not playing, I'm gonna cry. I saw it somewhere. Okay, Google. Um, is Patrick <laughs> playing in the Super Bowl? Maybe I was wrong, but I saw somewhere that he was injured. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is about to make the biggest start of his young career. There we go. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> I've ever seen somewhere. It was definitely on Twitter. It was like Patrick Mahomes is injured. I was like, hmm, that's not good. Hmm. But yeah, if if not, I think they're gonna win. Like, this is what happens when you go to Twitter to get your news, Devin. You get fake really good, news. Yeah, fake news. Yeah, that's. I wasn't checking the timestamp on that one. I forget what I was gonna say. Um. And, oh yeah. Too bad you can't go and look at Devin's Instagram right now because he has a story up where he's looking fresh. Oh, the fire selfies. Oh yeah, send out those daddy vibes. That's yeah. I got. I'm trying to grow my hair out, and it's um, it's quickly becoming a very strange mullet, <laughs> which I'm kind of here for. But you know, I'm really here for it. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. It's different. Okay. Next time I'm in Ottawa, I'm you're gonna take me shopping and just pick clothes out for me. All right, Dude, I'm down, man. I haven't been clothes shopping in a while, but I've been rocking the same three shirts for a while, so. Going well, I guess. <laughs> All right, man. I'll, I'll give you the last word for the people here. The floor is yours. Um, throw your hair into a mullet, drink your water, and get some sleep. And see if you can do 100 push-ups a day. <laughs> I can do. I can do 10. <laughs> All right, love you. Man. All right, see you, man. We are the champions, my friends, and we'll keep on fighting till the end. Mm-mm-mm. We are the champions. We of the world let's go or in the uh, immortal words of travis kelsey 
You gotta fight for your right to Lombardy! <laughs> oh, what an experience. What a surreal, surreal, surreal experience this is. Wow, the Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions of 2020. Super Bowl 54 champions. Patrick Mahomes, the youngest Super Bowl MVP in NFL history. Let's go. On a quick side note, the Raptors won the championship last year. And the Chiefs won the Super Bowl this year. My eyes are on you, Vancouver Canucks. Let's see what's up. Quick note on the show, uh, sorry if the audio sounded weird. I'm not sure what happened with the editing process going from the website that we use to record to this. Something tells me the website tried to edit the sound itself before giving me the MP3s. And yeah, it just made it sound very weird. I did what I could to make it sound audible. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you made it to this point in the show. I'm not going to belabor any sort of uh, Kansas City takes. I will leave that for a future podcast because I have a whole offseason to talk about how awesome the Chiefs are. (sighs) I just wanted to enjoy this moment with y'all. This is great. All right. I hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. Yes.